Welcome, guys, to the For You podcast, where we talk about topics that we come across through daily life and how we solve it or not. This is Lucy, Francesca, Ebony, and Nerissa. Yes, welcome, welcome. Today, we're talking about respect. How do we set boundaries? Um, how do we deal with disrespectful situations at work, maybe with our family, friends, or even relationships? And actually, this topic uh, is coming up today because recently uh, there was a situation at my workplace uh, and I was facing, I would say, backlash for a mistake I made. And let me give you like some context because you wouldn't know off the bat. Basically, I work or part of my job is assisting in the recruitment process of a company. And uh, what I do is I conduct a presentation. And while doing the presentation, I have to make sure that I take attendance of everybody. And also at the same time, like I have to make sure that people are giving feedback because I need to know how their connection is. So basically, while I was conducting the interview, we had one person that was a little bit late, but I wasn't able to actually tell how late the person was because I just saw them coming, that person coming into the Zoom call, right? And you know that you can just accept people, right? But I didn't actually wrote down the minute that the person came in. So that was the whole situation because part of the training or part of the onboarding process is we're taking attendance and see how punctual people are. So when my boss came up to me and say, all right, so this person was late. How many minutes was this person late? And I was like, so I don't know. I'm not sure he said 10 minutes, <laughs> but for as for as of me, like he could have been like 20 minutes late and I wouldn't have noticed because I was just focused, you know, on the presentation. Now, I mistake, you know, in the past, I would have been beating myself up because the mistake I made and also because of the situation that I was put in. I obviously my boss was very disappointed. She demonstrated that very well. <laughs> and actually, in the past, like I said, that I would have beating myself up and I would feel so bad and I will be like feeling like jumping out of the window but this time because I mean <laughs> no that's true I I in the past I will be feeling like that honestly but since I've been working so much in like understanding that I am enough and understanding my worth um and all my self-love or understanding all of that so this time I actually reacted differently I was like, okay, Lucy, this was a mistake. Let's learn from this. And uh, whatever it is, it is. And I even told my boss that, you know, I was putting myself in her shoes and that I disrupted the process because I wasn't sure, like, how late the person was. And that I, I actually understood, like, whatever decision you make, I'll take it. Like, if she wanted to remove me from the process or not, like, I would understand. That would be okay with me. Um, but I didn't feel bad. You know, because I made that mistake. Those things happen because we're humans and we're supposed to learn from that, right? right? So I think that because of how I reacted, it actually helped me because she didn't it, she didn't remove me. Like I got scolded and all of that, but at the end she was like, "Okay, moving forward, please be mindful of this, mm -hmm. but let's not, 
you know, disrupt the process anymore. So all that to say that I felt that I respected myself in understanding that it was a mistake. It won't be happening again because I'm going to re- learn from it. And it's all right. <laughs> and I just wanted to ask you guys, have you ever felt um, disrespect in the work workspace or maybe with your family or whatever? And how have you dealt with it? Or maybe you guys have feedback on my story. <laughs> um, I'd say I don't. I've been lucky where I haven't had bosses or workspaces where I've really felt disrespected. There was my first job. It was like at a sandwich shop. And there was one supervisor who I just didn't like at all. She was, <laughs> but everyone else didn't like her as well. Um, but then even her who I had a hard time because she was like really hard on me. Like she would want me to, it was a sandwich shop. So I had to restock the fridge with like juices and stuff. So I have to bring like these huge cases, get on the ladder and then not, not like just pushing them in. I have to put the stuff all the way at the back, you know, the new, the oldest in the front, newest in the back and stuff like that. Real organized and then keep everything nice and neat but then also try and watch the register at the same time if no one's there Ooh. all within 30 minutes and I'm like uh, your timing is off she's like I-, I can do this in 30 minutes so you should be able to too I'm like uh-huh. so for how long has she been doing this I don't know she's been there for a while but the thing is no no one else liked her too because she was also a stick like really overbearing for no reason but even her um I was in a great working environment where everyone didn't like that. And then the manager of the store also saw that too, that she was like bumping heads with anyone. So she just, the manager had a conversation with her at Saturday. down. She's like, I know you want to be like a super, like an even higher supervisor, but in order for you to get there, you got to learn how to work with people. So then mm. she, she actually took that and she was much better. So. Yeah, leadership is not easy, okay? Like, I'm telling you. Um, Especially when it comes to reacting on people not doing things how you do it, you know? Uh, It's not, it's hard. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that you're going to treat people, you know, badly. You have to put yourself in their shoes and try to work it out the best way possible. It's not Here's the thing. I always go by this motto. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah. Disrespect, disrespect is something that I freaking grew up on. Um, I'm a super nice person. And I, I tend to let things slide a lot because, you know, I feel like I have this hidden wrath in my body where I'm like, I will destroy your whole life and everything that's like attached to you. So I try to not like engage in disrespect or like take it, let it take me to a different place because, you know, I've never set any boundaries. So even when I was growing up in school and when I was in high school, I mean, freak, 10th grade year of high school was the worst year of my freaking life because I couldn't I had really mean friends you know wow and they used to be mean to me and say like you know crazy shit to me but you know when you're young you just want to fit in and you want to be like everybody else you feel me and um 
so yeah, no, and they totally disrespected me in a lot of ways that when back then I used to make excuses for like, like oh well maybe they're just doing this or like maybe they're doing that or like maybe it's me like blah 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 blah. But I realized like I had no self respect and I just let anybody do whatever they the hell that they wanted to do to me. So so you just like cool. deal with that. Nobody like teachers yeah. helped you or something. Oh no, I just dealt with it on my own. You know. I think growing up a lot of the times, even though I'm a super social person, I I tend to be a lone wolf too. So a lot of that disrespect that I did, like, I know I was still a young kid, so I didn't really know how to handle it except for, oh, well, they don't want to be my friend anymore. Like, that's sad, you know, and not being able to find a different group until I got to almost the 12th grade. No, when I started working at Chuck E. Cheese and woo, <laughs> the wild of disrespect in that place I received. <laughs> I think Jesus himself helped me. Okay. You guys actually now that I, I thought about it, listen to this story actually. And I got madly disrespected at work, but it's kind of like what happened with Lucy, actually. Now anyway, so for those of you out there that didn't know, I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese as a party host. <laughs> <laughs> and um I was doing this birthday girls party and there's a section where you where you get to like sing happy birthday and you have to put the candles in there and all that good jazz, right? Well, her mom pushed the cake so far up towards the table that it was like really close to her and she had really long hair. So I lit all the candles and we're singing happy birthday to oh, no. <laughs> And she leans forward in the whole front of oh, her. Oh no. <laughs> is on fire <laughs> and she's screaming and her mom is like what the heck like and during my birthday show her hair's on fire mind you um all the other birthday girls were looking at me one of the kitchen boys back there I was friends with was looking at me and yeah this little girl's hair is just on fire and I'm like patting down her hair and like you know I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry and her mom's like, hair, like no slapping her no <laughs> you're like slapping like, the child trying to hair. get out the fire yeah like trying to get out the fire and her mom's like no don't fucking touch my kid don't fucking touch my kid like it's because of you like you like her hair's on fire because I because of her and her kid was being dramatic and I like, was crying and like you know it wasn't even a lot of hair so then her mom was like oh, oh my gosh was, like, scratching her it's hair. not a lot of hair like they're she was like rubbing her fingers through her hair and she's like mom look at all this fucking hair she because you know the grandma was there and she's like look at all the fucking hair that like she's lost so moral of the story is her mom ripped my asshole like cussed me the fuck out you know and my she told my manager she wants to talk to like the like the big district people like that this was my ass at this point <laughs> but surprisingly everybody out there I did not get fired um you were like it will grow and, back don't worry it's probably common because no. it's kids and fire they find a way to catch themselves on fire well my <laughs> thing was well my thing was she was trying to make it seem like I did this to her on purpose <laughs> oh but I didn't And I was like, girl, you push the cake up to your child's neck while she has this long hair. Like, I don't understand why you think. And I didn't even touch the cake the whole time. So I'm like, what are you even saying to me? But moral of the story is, yes, back then I still didn't set any boundaries because my manager, well, one of my managers that were on the shift tried to rip my ass too and try to make me feel bad about it. But like you said earlier, like it was an honest mistake you know what I'm saying like why would I set her hair on fire during my job but 
It was an honest mistake. It wasn't even a mistake. You to. didn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So and, and that's what I was trying to prove, but they made me feel really bad for, you know, for doing that. One of my managers was like, well, I would be mad too if you, like, if my baby's hair got set on fire. And I was like, bro, it was never even my fault. And yourself. I didn't have enough, like, self-respect or like another like enough you know confidence to stand up for myself and say like oh my god like get over it so I just felt really bad about it like the rest of the day and needless to say like I can't remember if I did any other parties after I was still doing parties after that but I don't think I was put on any other parties the rest of that day I think I was just like helping but I was like I don't give a fuck like you know I don't care that's why ain't nobody getting no tip up here anyway so and you know what that girl like from that point on she'll wear a ponytail whenever there's her birthday bro her hair was mad long and her mom pushed that cake literally into her fucking neck I'm like bro no so you didn't see you didn't see your child's hair like and literally all of her hair in the front was just on fu- in fucking engulfing flames. <laughs> like, wow. Like, and like all the birthday girls were like looking at me and like having like the one boy from the kitchen comes back there and he's like, he's like, oh my fucking God, her hair's on fire. I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot. I know I see it. Like, so yeah, no. Yeah, that's my freaking life. Story. But you were actually defending yourself. You know, it wasn't you. It was, you know, the mom that pushed the kid. So it's not like, you accepted the blame. You were actually standing up for yourself. How old were you yeah. back then? Uh, I had to be like 17 when that happened to me. So I was still really immature emotionally with a lot of things. And I still wanted to fit in a lot, a lot. Like a lot. everybody? So there's a, yeah. So there's a lot of things that I let people say and do to me in order to fit in. But then I realized like, even when you let people cross your boundaries and say whatever you want, say whatever they want to do to you, like, then they don't, like, they don't respect you, and they're still going to be rude to you. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, I mean, that day I got my ass ripped, and then my GM came in, and she's like, yeah, I heard you set somebody's ear on fire, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what drama. I'm like, I did not, and then, so that was a joke for a long time. Like, don't give Ebony, don't give Ebony a party where her kid's hair has long hair because she'll set it on fire. I'm like, I see that happening. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. So that's that was a freaking crazy thing that happened to me. <laughs> but I think that was also the turning point of learning how to stand up for myself because if I wouldn't have told my GM like the whole story. I think everybody would have been giving me shit because what happened was they were missing the piece that the mom moved the cake up to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, but because the mom was ripping everybody's ass in sight, like nobody was willing to listen to my side of the story at first. But then like once later on, everything calmed down and my GM came in and I told her exactly what happened. She's like, oh yeah, like you should have spoke up earlier. And I was like, I know, but this lady was literally cutting our necks out there like on some game of thrones shit so mm-hmm. how are you guys Respect yourself. yeah while while i was listening to you guys talk about your stories um i was just thinking about self-respect is like one of those like words where you kind of understand what it is but you don't really know what it is so i was thinking yeah. about what is self-respect or what like 
how do you have self-respect? And I was reading and it was saying, um, it's when you hold yourself in esteem and believe that you're good and worthy of being treated well. Mm. Um, Preach, mm-hmm. Narissa. In my line of work, um, in being in the food service or retail, which are like the worst jobs you can ever do, um, I've been disrespected by guests, by my bosses, fellow employees, and then also personally, um, stemming back to my childhood, uh, I be the result of my past kind of turned me into a person who let people walk over me. And so I recently learned on my self-love journey is how to really set up boundaries because I don't want to make the other person upset. I usually end up giving Mm. in because when you set boundaries, the person you're setting boundaries against does not like that. They will do everything Uh in their power to break down that boundary. Uh And I felt like I was too weak to be able to stand up for myself. Um, But now I've been practicing how to set up boundaries. And, you know, when things happen, I'll be like, no, this is what's going to happen. This is how I feel. I'm not going to allow you to, you know, make me feel this way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, usually they freak out. But if it's someone like family, which is um, a big thing for me, recently I've been putting up boundaries with my family. Um, They freak out at first, but then they come back and they're like, you know what? I see exactly what you're saying and I apologize. I I understand Mm -hmm. where you're coming from. And it's really one Mm -hmm. of the greatest feelings ever is when you set up a boundary and that other person um, accepts it. I, I would go into detail yeah. about how I've been disrespected, but that would literally take forever because with, <laughs> with, with working, working, in food, working in retail, you deal with disrespect on a daily basis. So I, yeah, we're going to leave it at that because it will take forever. Girl, I'm so proud of yeah. you. Like, Me too, dude. <laughs> what the heck? I think setting boundaries is really hard, especially against people yeah. that you like. Like, your, your partner, your friends, your family, you know, because it's that fear. And that was my thing. I had no problem telling no motherfucker outside on the street, <laughs> no. I'm like, hell no. Hell no. And hell no again. But when it comes to people that I genuinely like and I genuinely love, it's hard for me to set boundaries because, one, anybody that I like and, like, that I want to be friends with or, like, my partner, like, anything of that sort. Like, my boyfriend is, like, it gets hard for me to say no because I like to make sure that everything's always okay. You know what I'm saying? And then there's that other side of me that's just super like, oh my God, are they going to be mad at me? Oh my God, are they not going to like want to talk to me anymore? Like, are they going to be upset with me because I set mm-hmm. a boundary, you know? So um, going off of what you said, Narissa, it's true. Um, I actually experienced something kind of similar to that, but it was just a simple fact that, like, I think for a long time when I used to say no to people, a lot of people are, are always trying to make me change my mind. But, like, one time I was telling this kid, like, and he's one of my really good friends, but they were, we were talking about, like, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about, but he asked me, did I want to do something? I was like, no. And he goes, okay. He's like, that's fine. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I said no, and you were okay with that? Like, I didn't get fucking an essay back why I have to I know it's not a great so I completely agree with how you say like you know people freak out and I and that's super awesome that you learned how to do that and I think that will take you super far too 
and you'll start getting the respect that not only that you but not only that you have to have but what you deserve too because I think that ties into having self-respect enough to tell people no to set your boundaries and mean when you set your boundaries no means mm. fucking no and if I don't want to do it I ain't and don't do feel it. And like <laughs> not feeling bad after saying no because sometimes people say oh that's so pity and then you might feel like okay but maybe we can do just a little bit of that but no standing mm -hmm. your ground and no is no that's so important and comes from understanding your worth and you know your time that's valuable and who you are as a person that you have to respect yourself all of that so it takes a long journey to get there but you know yeah. starting on self-love actually makes a whole difference yeah and um if the people that you're setting these boundaries up like I previously talked about how I had toxic friends that I had a hard time setting boundaries for because of the fact that I, if I set those boundaries and they freaked out, I would give in because I didn't want them to leave me or not be my friend anymore. And I thought that I needed them, needed them in my life. I realized that when I set these boundaries and they didn't accept it, that I needed to um, rethink my friendships and drop those friendships Um, because they don't serve me anymore and I need friends who support me and care about me for who I am and I realized too that when I dropped these toxic friendships or if they dropped me <laughs> I wasn't great either but um, then I gained my new friends I gained you guys and and the girls in the class and stuff and so when you say no and it's a part of like the self-love thing the self-love journey when you drop people and you say no to people who don't serve you then all those like positive good friends have come into your life because you're finally ready to accept those people into your life the people that are meant for you yeah snap on it I think where I've been greatly disrespected is always people outside of my house because I've always wanted to fit in and be you know with everybody else so when I started working at Chucky I met my first ever real best friend you know and like well all three of my best friends came from Chucky but she just came first right and what I learned from her is like through her because you when you were saying like you'll you attract people who will love you for who you are and all those things and when I when I when I let down those walls and when I started being like respecting myself again and setting my boundaries then yeah I did start attracting people who were treating me um nicely and treating me with respect and were actually being my true friend and like having my backing you know and I think because of her also like when the way that she's so so like really good friends with me I always tell her her like her love for me is so genuine it's so pure you know and I and I've always felt that since I started being friends with her and I think that's just because the summer before that I had to learn a lot about like I still had to learn how to set boundaries but I think the summer before that I realized like okay you are worth you do deserve having people treat you nicely now that I I'm not saying that I got in that bitch and started like <laughs> respecting myself and shit but the thought really did cross my mind you know so I think you're right when you start trying to respect yourself and even if you're trying if you're if you're starting to put that energy out there 
I think you'll start attracting a lot of people who can really help you also with learning how to have self-respect, you know, learning how to say no, learning how to set your boundaries, because if it wasn't from um, outside of you guys, I love you too. And those three, like my three best friends, if it wasn't for them, I think a lot, I still wouldn't learn how to have any self-respect or how to even have started, how to Mm -hmm. have boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think, I think those three made me brave enough to say, <laughs> hell no, I ain't going to do it to anybody, you know, because they're super like that. And they pushed me too to be like, hell no, like, if you don't want to do it, then mm-hmm. say no. And if they're still mad at you, like, just tell me and I'll beat their fucking ass. I'm like, exactly. Went so, like, zero to a hundred real quick. No, it's, it's really important <laughs> yeah. having like the right people in your life. You know, it takes a lot of courage because it feels like you're going to be all alone, but at the end, if you leave mm-hmm. people that are not providing value to your life, then you'll be like removing them and allowing more space for the actual people that will help you on the road of life. Yeah. Also adding to that too, though, um, what I was saying at the end, I also was, I think the reason why I had toxic friends is because I was toxic myself and I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. And so it's like, not only did I drop people, but they also dropped me and going and learning about myself. I realized, wow, they probably dropped me because I was like this. And like, I can completely understand where they're coming from because I also wasn't a good place in my life. So um, I am very grateful that I was able to stand up and drop certain people. And then also grateful for people dropping me because it kind of opened my eyes and be like, okay, this is the kind of person I don't want to be anymore. Like, what can I do to be better and attract better people in my life? Um, so I think that's a big step, too, is to realize, you know, it's not just the other person. You have to look within yourself, too, and see maybe I'm, you know, you know, part of the problem as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. And isn't it crazy now that you do self-growth? Like, it's like there's certain people around, like, not around you, but there's just certain people out mm-hmm. there that you mm-hmm. watch and it's like looking in a mirror feel like oh shit that used to be me oh shit I used to act like that and I realized there's a lot of things that like you said I grew I grew too and there's a lot of things I went into consideration like well yeah maybe they did treat me like that because I was toxic myself yeah maybe they did treat me like that because I used to act like this also and I learned like people will do whatever you allow them to do to you you know if you don't make them respect you they're not going to if they know that they can you know, say, fuck her boundary, I'm going to pass it anyway, and she's still going to do what I Period. want her to do, that's how they're going <laughs> to treat you, so I learned super early, yeah, like, people can only do to you what you allow them to do, you know, and that's your friends, that's your family, especially when it comes mm. to having a partner, do not let your men pass I wouldn't know I'm single. Okay? Same. I, <laughs> <and it's>, <laughs> No, this is good advice for us. When it comes to romantic relationships, oh my God, I can't stress that enough. Have boundaries. Tell that motherfucker no. Tell them what you're not going to do. You know, make them respect your boundary. And if they are really the love of your life or they love you the way they say they do, then, you know, and I think romantic relationships, as much as people don't want to admit it, I think a lot of people do a lot of growth in those relationships too. Because a lot of the times you have to face all the bad things that are, like, within you to try to be more, like, compatible with this other person. Well, not really compatible. That's not the word I'm looking for. But you got to 
do a little bit of inward looking also to be able to function in this relationship mm-hmm. with this other person. You know what I'm saying? Because the relationship's not just all about you. So you have to have the same. So you have to try to have self-respect too so that this other person can respect you. And I learned that too. It's like, how is anybody going to respect you if you don't respect yourself? And it shows when you don't respect yourself, you know? So you can't expect somebody to respect you in the ground you walk on when you don't even respect oh, the ground that you walk on, you know? The ground I so. He better worship the ground I work on. Motherfucking queens out here. <laughs> well, I better be. Whoa, snap it. When he look at me, I better be levitating. Um, so I'd say, uh, you know, yeah. To be, when I thought about boundaries, I thought I was bad at making boundaries at work, but I'm realizing I also don't really know how to set boundaries in my personal life as well. When it comes to work, I know I'm good at my job, but I go above and beyond and really stress stretch myself and stress myself in order to do more yeah. than necessary. Um, and I kind of use the excuse of, oh, I want to be the best at my job. But it's like, you don't really have to be that stressed out about things in order to be good at my job. Um, I recently saw this like TikTok video. It was just this person that was like, you should be doing 20% less work at work or something like that. And I was like, you're right. Because really, right now, I'm this year is the year that I really started to set boundaries um, at work because I would really be doing like 120 for no reason. You do all this work, but you're not getting paid extra. Obviously, it's more than just the pay, but it's unfortunately your pay kind of goes into how you're valued at a job in it's in it of a sense so if you're getting more work but you're not getting the pay to match that then there's absolutely no reason why you should be stretching yourself to put that more work on yourself um i have been blessed with great um bosses where they don't take advantage of it too much but it kind of goes back to what Narissa was saying about like self-worth, where I felt like in order for me to be of value, I had to do um, 20, 120% while everyone was at like 70. Um, yeah. And that caused a lot of yeah. one internal stress, obviously, because I'm a perfectionist, but then trying to outperfect yourself is really stressful. But then also a lot of resentment for my co-workers because I'm like why aren't you doing your job properly when they are I'm just doing two times my job which is not what anybody signed up for um and when it came to personally my personal relationships I think I thought I wasn't like going over my own boundaries only because I have a small set of friends um and I think the boundaries I was really pushing is when it came to going out. I'm not really, I don't go out as much, but then whenever a friend would ask me to go out, I would push myself, but not all the time because a lot of times I would have to cancel because I had like school, I have work and things like that. You were and doing be- hot girl shit. <laughs> doing hot girl shit. <laughs> <laughs> hot girl shit stressing about it next hot girl shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> um 
And because I would cancel on like previous things, I would feel guilty about that. And then I would force myself to go to the next outing, which would probably mess up my schedule where I have like this exam or something like that. And I just, mm-hmm. it, it also was about my self-worth where I was like, if I, I have a certain amount of events that I can miss before they want to drop me. And that's how I felt. I felt like my friendships were transactional in a sense which they weren't but I put that on to myself mm-hmm. because I felt like that's all I was worth I was only worth a good time which I really am <laughs> when we go out to the club we get in it it's, it's a party it's a party mm-hmm. but um I thought that was really all I was worth and it it got to the point where I don't know if it was if I think it's on a both both ends like Narissa mentioned <laughs> Narissa she just mm-hmm. like she just gave us the bible and I'm reading it now um <laughs> where I was also doing things that weren't great where I wasn't a proper friend I wasn't working on my friendship I wasn't reaching yeah. out to them as often as they uh, as I should or at at all really and I was just waiting for them to contact it contact me so it got to the point where my friends were only really contacting me when it was time to go out somewhere and I that would make me feel bad and then it would just continue that vicious cycle so yeah I I, this year I'm working on my boundaries but on at work where I'm being okay with doing what I'm actually supposed to do and not going over that also to the point where if I know I can't do something in a certain time, asking for more time or asking for a reasonable deadline, that's what I'm trying to be more comfortable with axing. Um, and uh, I'm working on my friendships to be a good friend where so that I'm getting a friendship that I really enjoy. Right. And not overthinking because I think that you did a lot of that, yeah. like overthinking. Yes. Oh, what are they gonna think about me saying no? Oh, I'm, you know, digging my own mm-hmm. grave. This is not gonna last, and all of that. Like that happens a lot uh, when you or don't actually know uh, how how other people value you. So, what are you guys doing to really set boundaries? Because I know we all kind of mentioned that we're <sighs> improving, but let, let's be tactical here. Not <laughs> being scared about saying no. Like, when you are already capped, it's a time to bring in that no. Trying to not feel bad about saying no when I already felt like it, I had too much going on. And even drop off a lot of things that I was already working on for other people. But losing the fear and understanding that people will not treat you bad if you you know say no they'll be like oh okay i'll reach out to somebody else you know it's not that bad like try saying no (laughs) (laughs) even when you're like alone just in the mirror sometimes like mouthing the words or having the word come out your mouth because you haven't said it so much it's just awkward so just saying no Mm, get used to it yeah and it's not a bad word like saying no doesn't have to be bad no. All right. All right. Everyone say it together. No. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs>
that's just where I want to improve on you know and just knowing that if they're mad at you then they're not your real friend or, or they, they just have really to get like used to the new you you, you know? know people so will have to learn that you're going through a process yeah Right, and just not backing down. Like, I'm like, okay, though, like Marissa said, like, at first I can't freaking believe it because mm-hmm. they're so used to being able to do that to you. But then they'll come back around and do, and then they'll respect it. And I've learned that's how you start gaining respect from other people, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell no, hell no. That's All right, really together class. Hell, hell, hell no. no. <laughs> Okay. Um, there's a Hell few things that I've learned. Um, I would say that with boundaries, I'm going to take a, a, a page out of Ellie Lee's book. Um, she doesn't have a book out yet. She doesn't she have should. a book out yet. Um, <laughs> uh, she. You'll be see, like people will be Googling Ellie Lee's book. book. <laughs> uh, she said that fear is just an illusion. Fear is not real. It's like, what's going to happen? The, the thing you fear most, if you do it, what's going to happen? You know, mm. it's it's not going to hurt you. It's not. You might fail, but then you can get back up and try again or do something differently. At least you learn from that experience. So mm-hmm. being able to say no was something that I feared because I thought I would lose the person because of it. And um, taking away that fear and and saying no and losing that person has been like the best thing in my life because of I became a better person and I attracted better people and I'm living a better life because I'm not in that toxic relationship anymore. Um, I've also, I don't know if anyone's into it, but meditation's really, really good for things like boundaries and self-love. And I did a meditation where it was more like an inner child work. And mm-hmm. um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that it's heavy, mm. but it basically makes you picture you talking to your younger self and kind of putting your younger self into your own body and kind of like zipping your body back up. I know it sounds kind of gross. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that was like was, a little the way weird. they describe it. It's beautiful, but like I'm a, a body cocoon <laughs> with intestines at your eye and stuff. Um. Uh, so Ew. I'm a I have that protector Ew. type of personality. I like to protect people. So doing that meditation and feeling like I have that younger version of me inside of me makes me more protective of her, which kind of helps with my self love. And it's like when I do something, I'm like, is that gonna hurt me? Is that gonna hurt the younger me? You know? And taking that into account, I'm able to make those decisions and make you know say no or tell that person this is not how I feel. This is not what I want. You know, this is not what we're going to do, you know? And also with Fran touching on, I think it's really important is having boundaries for yourself. If you don't, if you don't have the capacity to do it, or if you're too tired and you're pushing yourself, you need to understand that boundary of, and that limit that your body and your mind can handle. Mm. Um, And which is a hard thing for me because I also try to take it above and beyond and I overwork myself and my body eventually just shuts down. It's like, okay, let's sleep because you've been doing too much. <laughs> so learning about my own personal boundary has been tough. Um, but I just kind of listen to my body and realize when enough is enough. And I feel yeah. so much better 
because of that and I feel healthier because I'm putting those boundaries not not yeah. you know just on other people but on myself um so yeah meditation's good you know also fear is you know it's not real just you know take that chance take that leave of faith just do it and see what happens you know say no it's okay to say no and whoever you know accepts that is the person that you want in your life and the person who doesn't accept it leave them they don't serve you drop them they're not worth it Mm. so yeah yeah and like i i don't know if this is a thing though but like emotional boundaries because i don't know if that's a thing but your what you were just saying had like some click into my head because instead of me like overworking myself i'm actually more about emotionally i will shut that shit down i'm like if somebody does something to me and it upsets me instead of like you know having that boundary and going okay i i am upset i i don't like that you know i'll sit there and go you're just being too dramatic you're a crybaby you know like get over it and that's and i don't respect my emotions of myself at all um and i will just tend to shut them down or i just won't deal with them but i think that just comes from a lot of past trauma a lot of things where i feel like um a lot of people don't expect don't respect my and I don't cry in front of people. Like, well, you guys have seen me cry because of Ellie, but that's a short, that's a short fuse. But a lot of the times I don't cry in front of people. And when I'm upset, even when I, like, when I'm super anxious, like, I will, one thing about me is I always have to, like, I always keep a very stone coat, like a stone face. So everything's always like, okay, I'm smiling. I'm happy. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. Like, and I think, I just don't respect my emotions at all. Even, like, if I got shit to do and I'm, like, it's a day where I'm, like, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm upset or, like, I'm very anxious today. And, like, part of me just wants to, like, well, let's just lay here and take a breath and watch TV. And I will tell myself, bitch, get out of the freaking bed. Like, what are you sad for? Like, you got shit to do, right? You know? And, like, I'm just like that. I'm just, like, if it's too much emotion going on and it's interfering with the mission or, like, with the day then I'm always I'm like no cut every emotion off it cannot interfere with the mission you got shit right. to do like and that's just how I've been living the whole time but um and I'll notice even when I like even when I think of something that I don't like instead of acknowledging the emotion and going like and going okay that that thought makes me upset or Ooh, that thought is disgusting I'll get impatient with myself you know and I would just try to shut it down I'm like okay, no, I get it, it's disgusting, let's move on, you know what I'm saying, so I get super impatient, instead of just sitting there and going, ugh, that's weird, that's disgusting, and just letting the feeling ride it over, then getting impatient, going, oh my fucking god, how long are you going to be disgusted about something, like, let's move on, so, I don't know if that's a thing, um, also, at least quote about fear, is something I also heard, like, um, I watch a lot of Will Smith, and a lot of his <laughs> shit is, like, chef kisses knowledge, but he was also saying, like, mm-hmm. fear is something that no human is born with. It's a learned behavior. Being To be scared of something is a learned behavior. Like, we're not born with the fear of heights. It's a learned behavior. Fear is learned behavior. Yeah. And fear does not exist. So, um... The whole episode has been um, about, you know, self-respect and setting boundaries. But I would say, like, the key point, and that's, like, my final thought, uh... 
understanding who you are as a person, allowing yourself to feel, and I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It's Inside Out, and it's how you learn to respect oh. your feelings and feel them. I didn't know that I was allowed to feel sad until I saw that movie. It was <laughs> a long cartoon? time ago. Yeah. Disney, was, or is it Pixar? I was like, I was like what? <laughs> I'll just say that basically when you start acknowledging your feelings and you start getting to know yourself a little bit better, you're able to understand what you will allow in your life. And that's how you yeah. start, you know, setting boundaries exactly. and then respecting yourself. Well, shit, I need to watch that movie. <laughs> what the hell? I'm not here. Uh, like, any final scene, thoughts? Maybe I need to so watch that I'd again. say uh, one thing I'm going to work on in the future when it comes to boundaries is really at its root self-love. Um, because I thought my biggest attributes was my ac- ac- my compromising self, how like I would compromise and go above and beyond for my friends. But I realized that that's that's not really it um it's because I didn't have enough self-worth for myself and that's why I bent myself over backwards so at its roots self-respect and boundaries is self-love period well the only thing I have to say is set some motherfucking boundaries do not let people treat you any type of way okay get some boundaries damn bro it's hard out here to to get boundaries yes I know but from the example of the four of us, when you start doing it, you start improving. For, so for the love of St. Jude's Hospital and everything else in the world, set some fucking boundaries. All right, Marisa's right. final thought. Um, <laughs> self-love is very important. I feel like it's the root of everything. Loving yourself and knowing yourself will just, I believe, will bring you happiness and bring you what you seek and what you look for. Uh-huh. So... Don't be afraid to say no. Try it out. See what happens. Set those boundaries for yourself and for other people. And, you know, just just try it. You know, there's nothing. It's, yeah. it's not going to hurt you to try it. Just try it. See what happens. I guarantee it's going to work. Um, just just try looking to how you can love yourself. It's it's very important. You You are very important. And your worth is... You deserve everything and more. So just just remember that. Wow. And on that note, you listen to that like in four different ways, four different takes. Respect yourself. This is 